This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. All right, I'm opening my my last birthday gift from Dr. Beverly Everett. Some uh, grilling towels. Pride of Dakota Bar. Thank you. You're welcome. How have you been? Good. How, how about you? Good. You sound better. You're under the weather this week, weren't you? A little bit, yeah. You go back and forth from Bemidji. Mm-hmm. Bemidji gets you sick, right? <laughs> no, no? It's the wind in between. <laughs> Dri- driving back into the wind? <laughs> yeah. All right. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. My name is Monsignor Schumacher. We're going to talk with uh, Dr. Beverly Everett. She's involved here with music at uh, Corpus Christi as well, and I, I've known her. I've, I've interviewed her on the radio for years before we actually met, and it's great to have her here regularly. And uh, you have something coming up. I, I, have, um, I have all my research here. Um, Leonard Bernstein, I'm learning about him. Uh, the Psalms we're going to talk about. You have um, another, is this your last? This is our last concert this of the season. This is your last concert of the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, you are the, uh, you've been the director of the Bismarck Mandan Symphony for, for years. How, how many years? Since 2008. Mm-hmm. So you're just getting going, actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, tell us what, what, uh, what's coming up this Saturday, April 9th. 7.30 at the Bell Mayhus. We have some young artists and we have um, all kinds of, of things going on. And then uh, on Sunday, we got another event with the, with the Psalms. You're going to be playing the organ for that. And by the way, thank you for the organ. Uh, that brought a tear to my eye. Uh, it was a rendition. <laughs> she sent me a video of uh, you were at the U Mary playing Happy Birthday to Me oh, on the cool. organ. And uh, that doesn't happen uh, everywhere, uh, trust me. So I, I appreciate that. So tell us what's coming up, Beverly. Well, this is coming up on Saturday. The BMSO is having its last concert of this season. We'll be announcing next season really soon. And this is one of our favorite concerts of the year because we feature those young people who won the first place prizes in our young artist competition that we had back in November. So we feature a junior division winner, a vocalist winner, and a senior division winner. And so those are Lorena Mossbrooker playing trombone. It's rare that we get to have a trombone concerto, and she'll be playing the first movement of Gordon Jacobs' trombone concerto. We have our senior division winner playing the entire concerto, a flute concerto by Carl Reinecke, and that is Alexandra Funk from UND. And then Madison Mintek is our vocal division winner who will be singing a beautiful aria by Bellini from one of his operas. Uh, 7.30, Bell Mayhus Saturday, Bismarck Mandan Symphony Concert. Tell us about the Young Artist Competition. I baptized Lorena Mossberger, uh, and uh, so it makes sense she would have won the competition. Tell, tell us about the Young Artist Competition. Well, I believe it was started before I came to Bismarck, and we've continued it, and we've kind of changed the details sometimes of who's eligible to compete. And so we really do this so that specifically students from North Dakota or who are in North Dakota colleges and universities are eligible to participate. And so they start preparing. We actually start sending that information out 
to the teachers and professors now. And so they have kind of the summer and early fall to get their students ready. And then the students come in usually the first Saturday of November. And we have a judging panel that's from usually from out of town. Those judges come in and they spend a good part of the day on Saturday. And, and they hear these young students. I, I guess I would say before that they, they submit a tape. And so we narrow it down a little bit who's able to compete in person. And then on that Saturday, they all come in and play. And, and it's a really tough decision. I mean, we have really incredible talent and really incredible teaching going on in the state of North Dakota. And the, they will be featured then trombone, flute, and soprano, right? Right. And uh, Sleeping Beauty Suite? Yeah, I wanted to say if you if you like hearing the orchestra really loud and bombastic, mm-hmm. this is the concert for you. So the the bookends of this concert, the beginning overture by Glinka, and then the last suite from Sleeping Beauty, um, really features the orchestra a lot at full volume, and it's very exciting. And we've got a lot of people playing on the stage. C- can we talk about Russian um, history and culture? And we, we, we visited with this, we visited about this briefly with the, the um, catastrophe, the atrocity of, of the war in Ukraine. Um, I, I'm glad it's still heard. And are, do, do you get pushback as a, as a director, as an artist of, of, of playing? I, I, God, I hope we're not getting to that point where, where we're, we're, we're canceling Russian culture i mean i mean fyodor dostoevsky is one of my favorite uh, uh is are we are you experiencing any of that pushback i haven't experienced that pushback but i know of colleagues around the country who started canceling any russian programming that they have and and my feeling on that is that these pieces were written a long time ago and i think that you know i i'll use as an example and this isn't a russian composer but it's it's um Richard Wagner that I'll be talking about um, in some lectures in the coming weeks. And there's an orchestra that was created, a youth symphony that was created by the great conductor Daniel Berenboim called the East-West Divan Orchestra. And it brings together young, young musicians from Israel and Palestine and they play in an orchestra together. And he, some years ago, had them go on a tour where they actually played the music of Richard Wagner. Now, in Wagner's case, he was uh, very publicly anti-Semitic and has writings about that and things like that. So you will hear around the country, if like a major city orchestra, especially like Los Angeles or something like that, plays music of Wagner, you'll have some protests about that. And Berenboim courageously did this to show that that music is valid and music is what brings us together. And even if the person who wrote it had viewpoints that differ greatly from ours or even viewpoints that we think are horrible, there's still validity in playing that music and showing how it unites us. And that's how I feel about playing these Russian pieces today. Um, it's still incredible music that it, we should be playing. Indeed, indeed. I, I, I was in Moscow uh, during the fight for the White House in 1993, uh, we had uh, arrangements to go to the Bolshoi, but that was closed because of the, the, the fight of the White House and it was burning. And 
all of that, uh, Russian culture is indeed deep, and I'm glad that um, you're at least not on the cancel ridiculous culture bandwagon there, and I, I knew you wouldn't be. So th let's talk about what's coming up um, uh, on Sunday. Dr. Lee Beverly Everett, my guest, we reviewed her her symphony concert for Saturday, April 9th, this, this, this Saturday, April 9th, and um, what's coming up on Sunday the 10th? So Sunday the 10th is the spring concert of the Concert Choir at the University of Mary, and that's conducted by Dr. Tom Porter. And Dr. Porter asked me if I would play the organ accompaniment to this piece called the Chichester Psalms by Leonard Bernstein. And I've actually conducted the piece before with full orchestra. I will say that I think, at least from my standpoint, it was a little easier to conduct than it is to play all these organ notes. So I brought with me today the full score, um, because in the organ part that I'll be playing on Sunday, pretty much everything that all these instruments are playing is condensed down for me to play all by myself. But I just absolutely love getting to do this kind of thing, and I specifically love getting to do it when um, Dr. Porter is directing. It's just a wonderful collaboration, and all of, mostly all of my organ students are singing in it. And this particular piece is just amazing. Um, Bernstein, Bernstein wrote it in 1965 for a commission from the Chichester Cathedral, and it's a setting of all or part of some of the different psalms and what I would tell people if you and, and they're singing other things on the concert but this will be the final piece of the concert and what I would tell people is that you'll almost feel like you've heard it before in some cases because his music is so prevalent and especially the really recent um, remake of West Side Story but then there, there are other parts of it that you'll hear and you'll think wow I've never heard anything like that in my life and it's beautiful and it's haunting. The choir singing in Hebrew, which I believe is a new thing for a lot of those young students. And so um, I really encourage you to attend because it's kind of one of those once-in-a-lifetime things of getting to hear this. And, and you'll never forget it. Uh, the text was arranged um, from the Book of Psalms in the original Hebrew. And Leonard Bernstein died in 1990, recently. Mm -hmm. And uh, this is the, you say, Chuchester? Mm -hmm. Psalms, which will be at the, the University of Mary uh, on Sunday. And uh, the time for that is 3 p.m., right? Right. Straight up the hour of mercy. Um, what else is going on in your life? You're traveling. Are you vaxxed? Are you up? You got your, <laughs> I'm going to Rome. I got my cards. Um, I'm all ready to uh, go. I'm I... not taking a fourth one, though. <laughs> I'm done. I, I, I'm not going to, uh, but I, I do have three. Uh, tell us about your Rhine River tour. So this is the third type of these trips that I've done for a travel company here in town, and, and I'm just delighted to do it, and I'm glad it's happening. Um, we start in Switzerland, we end in Amsterdam, and travel to several different places and countries in between. And um, it's a cultural tour, so during that I give about three different lectures on the ship, and so very excited about that. And then I come back, and... We finish up Bemidji, uh, Minnesota's orchestra season with a huge concert of Brahms' Fourth Symphony and the Brook Violin Concerto again. And Eli, let's push this break just a bit. I know people on your uh, Rhine River tour. Bonnie Quast is on that tour. Uh, her husband, Doug, I think, is going. And uh, that's from April 19th to the 29th. 
and you're going to give lectures as well, right? Uh, about the composers who lived in the area? Yes. And uh, lectures on whom? I will be speaking about Richard Wagner on that trip. For one of the lectures, I'll be speaking about composers from Mannheim. So it's known as the Mannheim School, which really influenced a lot of composers you would know, like Beethoven and Haydn and Mozart. Um, and then I'll be speaking about three female composers um, from very early that weren't popular during their own time. Um, Hildegard von Bingen, so we will be passing by Bingen. Um, Clara Schumann, who was the wife of Robert Schumann, and Fanny Mendelssohn, who was the sister to Felix Mendelssohn. Sounds fascinating. Is your, is your trip full? I believe it's full. We've had some cancellations, which is understandable with concerns about health and also concerns about the conflict in Ukraine, but the trip is still happening, and, good. and so far, so good. Uh, that, let's give, uh, we have an organ recital uh, for the cathedral, May 8th. Mm-hmm. Their 75th anniversary. Um, what do we need to know about that on May 8th? May that is 8th, a Sunday. May 8th, Mother's Day, I believe, 3 p.m. Um, helping, I was asked to help celebrate the 75th anniversary at Cathedral. So it'll be an organ recital and I believe some choral pieces as well. All right. Well, happy anniversary to the Cathedral. Uh, Bemidji, let's give them love one more time. May 15th is your last symphony concert there. We have people listening in Bemidji Bemidji right now. Tell us again what's going on there. You have a Brahm, number four. Yeah, it's one of my favorite pieces. Brahms, the last symphony he wrote, Brahms Symphony Number no. 4. Um, we're featuring Tim Pinkerton again. Some of you may have heard him. He played in Bismarck yes, last month. Yes, I heard him. Um, really incredible. And then we're doing an overture on that concert, um, Beethoven's Egmont Overture. And that will be guest conducted by Patrick McGuire, who many of our listeners probably know because he's uh, the music director at St. Anne and Joachim Church in Fargo. He's one of your students? One of my master's conducting students. One of your master's conducting. They grow up so fast, huh? <laughs> they do. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Beverly Everett, thank you. Anything else? I think that just about does it. <laughs> um, well, I'm glad you're getting well because we have a run coming. The Bismarck Mandan Symphony will be this Saturday, 7.30, Bell Mayhus Bismarck. Sunday, April 10th, 3 p.m., University of Mary Concert Choir. Uh, then you're going to be traveling to the Rhine River Tour. Then you're going to do a anniversary at Cathedral, and then out to Bemidji. Uh, and then it, your uh, symphony uh, season goes dark. Until, until when, when do you pick it up again? July 4th. July 4th at the steps of the Capitol. Mm-hmm. Are you going to bring in trombones again like I, last year? I think we will. Are you, I, I'll, I, uh, that was fun. You know, we, we always did the rodeo on July 4th. That was the first. Have you ever done it? I have. The, sim- the symphony Both. at the Capitol, yep. Karen? Uh, it it, it kind of was the damnedest thing I, I've seen in a while. <laughs> and um, with, you know, we, we sat, it was a gorgeous night, which, you know, has to be. Yep. And uh, we, we sat, my brother was there and my mom and dad, we, we sat in lawn chairs. Uh, you, it was a gorgeous night. Uh, look at the Capitol. You got the symphony. You guys played a long time. Mm-hmm. That was a lot of music. That was a lot of music. Even your trombonist, uh, who's who's my, my the guy I know, uh, Dan Henry. He said he said yeah, that was a lot of music. <laughs> so uh, uh, and then you have the fireworks. Um, I, I highly recommend it. Uh, what what are, are, do you prepare new stuff for July Fourth? 
we do this year, we're featuring a vocal quartet from the Tennessee area um, called wow. King's Cadence. They'll be performing some probably gospel and patriotic tunes. And That's so cool. we try to do something different every That's year, fun. but then also have those familiar patriotic tunes that yeah. everybody loves. Yeah, you forced me to dust off my Bach Stradivarius <laughs> Model 36 <laughs> with F attachment. And that was fun. Okay, I got to go. Beverly, uh, you got to go, actually. Thank you for coming in to my office here at Corpus Christi. Dr. Beverly Everett, uh, a a great gift to the area, a lot going. If you missed it, uh, listen to the podcast, and you can uh, pick it up all again. And maybe we could put that schedule on, uh, Karen. Maybe we can put it on our site, too, uh, for people that want to reference that. The arts are alive and well. Thank you, Beverly. Thank you. God bless. Be be good to the dogs. You go to say, by the way, I saw Allie on the TV this morning, uh, the half uh, uh, corgi, half Dalmatian. Yeah, she's even already has a lot of applications. You received, received, oh, good. She's going to go somewhere? She Good. definitely will. You, you received a big award from the Humane Society, the Central Dakota Humane Society. Yeah. And you were in Bemidji. You weren't even there to get it. I, what, 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 what was it? Um, they made me the, one of the volunteers of the year. So Ron oh, Burnt and cool. I got volunteer of the year, and there was a big poster, and I knew nothing about it. I found out that actually some Mandy Schaff had told someone about it way back at the Real Presence banquet in mm-hmm. in November. Um, cool. But I was completely surprised and just so honored. I mean, you know, what we do out there isn't for the recognition, and it's and and but it's a, was a beautiful way for them to say uh, things. Were they expecting you there? Did no, you they, the award? they knew I couldn't be there. So, uh, well, yeah. That's no fun to yeah, not they, be there. They said they had a party while I was gone. Uh, so. that, that's, that's about, uh, I don't know. I, I would ask for that to be reslated. Uh, what, what do you do out there? Uh, and you need, do you still need volunteers out there at the Humane Society? I've dropped a cat off there that I found. Mm-hmm. And uh, you guys, it was full, but she, she took them. Uh, you, you walk the dogs out there. We always need volunteers. So we have volunteers that sit and play with the cats. We have volunteers who walk the dogs. And for the dog walking, you do have to take a class. And it's every, in fact, there's one coming up this Saturday. So it's um, the second Saturday of every month. And it's just a two-hour class to get you acquainted with how things work out there. So I get it that people know about a lot of dogs. But you still have to take the class just to to be safe out there. And then we have people that volunteer to do other things like yard work and things like that. So. And you texted me. You you said you saw me walk Titus uh, by mm-hmm. the Tom O'Leary. How how is it the Dalmatian that gives me away? Because yep. I, I have I have a cap on and my glass right. It's the Dalmatian right. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> so you texted and said you saw us. I'm I'm starting to walk uh, Titus. He's a uh, one and. Uh, we, I live in the Cathedral District while we build the rectory here, and we, we walk over there and walk the loop. I think it's 2.6 miles. Mm-hmm. We don't do the entire thing. He's got an ear infection now. I think he picked up a little too much wind on Monday, so i got to watch that. We're treating that. Anyway, Beverly, listen, uh, uh, let me get, get you on the road. Dr. Beverly Everett, a great guest. Eli, can I just run this without the break? Very good. We missed our break happily. Thank you, Beverly. We'll be in touch. Thank you for the gift, and uh, take your LaCroix there. Uh, the Lemoncello is especially for you. Uh, the Lemoncello LaCroix, uh, it's your fam- I started to drink some of that as well. Folks, before we uh, review the next show, I want to uh, visit with you about this Sunday, 
We're coming coming up on 53 minutes past the hour, and um, we're going to um, review the show here in a few minutes. But um, we have Palm Sunday coming up, which is, remember, the secondary title for uh, this weekend. Uh, the principal title uh, is, is Passion Sunday. And we're, we're, going to, um, we're going to listen to the Passion from Luke. It is long. Settle in. We, list, we know this story, but we listen to it again and again and again because it is the story of our salvation. And when we listen to it, we, in a sense, relive it. And we will do it with, with the significance of palm branches, uh, which, remember, provided shade and beauty for the ancient people in Israel and uh, bring forth figs and uh, the first city the children of Israel inhabited in the promised land after their escape from Egypt was Jericho, which means the city of palm trees. So we have two symbols this weekend. And don't miss them. Palms. We're going to start with a procession here at Corpus Christi. And then we have the reading, the reading of the Passion. Interestingly, Luke, which we'll listen to, does not mention palms. Um, the other Gospels do. But the, these, these, are, these are the symbols which begin our holiest week of the year. And, and so uh, don't miss a Palm Sunday. And remember, um, as you hold those palms, we read uh, from Revelation 7-9, we hear how the saints stood before the throne, uh, before the Lamb. They wore white robes and they were holding palm branches in their hands. It's a beautiful symbol. Uh, and then uh, my grandma always used to braid them up. We put them in our vehicles. Uh, burn uh, your old palms. I even have a little one in the saddlebag on my Harley Davidson. It's uh, it's a symbol of our it's a symbol of our faith. It's a symbol of our Lord's entry into Jerusalem, and he he did not he did not deny uh, the celebration because he knew how quickly things would change with his passion. Uh, so it's a, the most uh, holy week of our year coming up, and um, I I love Palm Sunday of the Passion of our Lord. Let's talk about our spring drive coming up. The next show I think I'll be on, Karen. Yep. Uh, our spring drive uh, is on May 11th to the 13th. Um, and we have locations, uh, Bismarck Wednesday. W why don't you read these locations and what yep. that means, uh, Karen, before yep. we go to Eli for uh, a preview of the next show. Sure. We'll be on live here in Bismarck at Corpus Christi on Wednesday um, from 9 to 11. We'll be in Tioga on Thursday from 1 to 3. Minot on Friday from 1 to 3, and Dickinson um, from 3 to 5. So hope you join us. And you'll be working those with me? I or will the, be. The, one, the one here, Karen? Yep. Very yeah. good. Karen Saliski is my producer. She's a listener coordinator. Thank you, Karen, for everything today. You're it, it's great to have you. Uh, Eli, are you ready for us to preview the next show? Sure. What let's time do, it. do we? We're coming up on 56. I'm right about on time. You got it. We've got another great show coming up tomorrow morning, 9 to 11 a.m. Central, here on the Real Presence Radio Network. That's hosted by Dylan Reinhardt and Teresa Curley, coming to you live from the Pope Pius Twelfth Newman Center in Brookings, South Dakota. They'll visit with Deacon Mark Creechie. They'll be discussing the way of mercy, part two. Then Amy Walsh will tell us about juggling between being a focused missionary and pursuing a career in counseling. Plus, Maggie Vincent will talk about the University of Mary, of Mary and focused missionary work. 
All that and a whole lot more is coming up on the next Real Presence Live. That's tomorrow morning, 9 to 11 a.m. Central, here on the Real Presence Radio Network. Right back to you. Eli, thank you uh, very much. I, I read in, in prayer this morning a quote from Pope Francis, which says that he said, Faith is passed on by contact from one person to another, just as one candle is lighted from another. Uh, it's really, really true. Faith is passed on by contact from one person to another. And as I prepared for this show, I I thought of all the graces that Real Presence Radio brings. Your your listening uh, is uh, helps the faith, and and I and I. It's interesting that when I when I turn on the radio, it's 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 almost it's almost as if, and I've heard this from people, I experience it myself. It's almost as if that what I hear is kind of what I need to hear at that time. And so uh, this is a powerful tool, Real Presence Radio. This Upper Midwest Real Presence Radio Network is a, is a powerful tool of evangelization because, as Pope Francis said, faith is passed on by contact from one person to another. So we thank you for your, your support and your listening. And remember to support our, our, um, our Spring Live Drive. It's a time for us to change our format up a little bit and to, to bring more uh, supporters uh, into um, into the Real Presence Radio family because that's really what it is, Karen. Yeah. It's a it's a family. Absolutely. Anything else before we cut? I think we're good. All right. I w- I want to say eternal rest to uh, Father Charlie Height. I mentioned earlier in my show. Uh, he uh, lived a, a long life of 90 years, Father Charles Height, and he was a longtime pastor of St. Mary's Church in Bismarck. We, we had his funeral mass with uh, Bishop Kagan here on, on Monday. About 45 priests were there for that. Father Charlie was a humble servant, and as I uh, led and still direct the continuing education for the diocese, he really made my sabbatical program really available to the priests because he would cover for the priests while they went on sabbatical. Graciously, uh, generous, past uh, retirement uh, to the end. And um, he um, helped me out as well when I went on sabbatical in 2004, and he's helped a lot. I I just remember him as... uh, Tremendously generous, even after retirement. So remember that there's a lot of lot we can do after we retire. Father Charlie Height did. May he rest in peace. This has been the Real Presence Live Show, and I'll host you again. My name is Monsignor Schumacher. Have a good rest of your day. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence Radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live. Local. Engaging. And live on the Real Presence Radio Network.